Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to Our Sleep Life Podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And I am back. She's back. I got her back. It was like almost a month. This is nuts. It's been a month since me and you have recorded an episode together. Yeah, we've done interviews, but I mean, it was like a solid three weeks where I didn't really see you. Yeah. I think I saw you once. Yeah. It one, was one bad. time. It one was time. bad. Very bad. Yeah. It was nuts. It was, I don't think I've had this bad since before surgery. Yeah. Cause I've never experienced this with you. No. Like so. usually it's a few weeks and, or a couple weeks. And then I'm usually figuring it out, figuring it out. But it was like, but even when you came back from Sarah's, it was like a week. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the most two weeks. So I think you were just groggy the second week. I think you were like, you are this week. Yeah. That last week with her. So like it was just this has been a whole new whole new experience. Yeah. Well, and it was like I was having fevers. I've had two infections like and this is the um, very unglamorous side of autoimmune diseases. I don't think there is a glamorous side of autoimmune, but um, very unglamorous is you don't shower for days. You I, I was telling Melanie yesterday, like I could barely articulate that. I needed water, water, like because I was running 102, 103 fever Mm -hmm. and there was nothing I could do except for take ibuprofen. And then that would take, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes to kick in. And I'm just literally laying in bed, like shivering. I know. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I wish I had like a little camera so I can be like, okay, someone go get her water. Someone get her protein, please. I need like a staff to like. Go take care of you. Yeah. If I could be famous now and just have a staff on pay, like, that would be great. Because, like, that was gnarly. <clears throat> it was definitely you, the worst. Watching you go through that and then not knowing. Because I know that you probably got annoyed. I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming. I was like, I was like, let me wonder if she got annoyed with me being like, do we need to take you to the ER? Do we need to take you to the doctor? No, I no, not like, at all. I need to know the, like, the when are we pulling the trigger? <laughs> well, and that's where it was like when I woke up and it was a hundred and because I mean, obviously I just moved. So yeah. I didn't know where any of my stuff was. Nope. I didn't know where my thermometer was, nothing. And so I ended up like even in like deathly ill. I'm like opening these random boxes in my garage trying to find all of my medication stuff. Finally found my um, thermometer. And that morning I, my mom, I called my mom at like 4 a.m. And, and she's I was in like, the next room. I'm in the next room. I yeah. couldn't even do that. Yeah. So I call my mom and I'm like, hey, I've got a fever. I can feel it. Like, can you get me a thermo- Can you get me a thermometer? It's A, B, and C, wherever. Yeah. So she goes and grabs it, brings it to me, and it's 102.8. And I was like. That's not good. Okay. Well, I need to go to the ER. Yeah, it's a little so, high. Yeah. A little high. Yeah. And I knew it was higher the night before, the it day before. probably was. But I didn't have a thermometer. So I was like, mm. it's fine. Because, you no. know, that's how I live my life. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Kelly says it's fine. Until so, it's not fine. Yeah. It was just, it was one of those times that I just couldn't catch up. And I think I need to realize that when these bad, when these things crop up, mm-hmm. I need to have 24 hours of unplugging. Yeah. And sleeping. Yes. Because it always helps. Yeah. And it was like, when I woke up from the 24 hours, I felt a little bit more clear. Mm -hmm. I felt like I could, like, actually get up and walk. Yeah. Well, and sleep is super important for healing. Mm -hmm. Which I was sleeping. Like, we learned that through, like, just going to see Dana, like, how much sleep is important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they talk about recovery with your body, with your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're feeling is, like, less foggy because you got all that good sleep. Exactly. Well, and I think it was also, like, I shut my phone on silent because every time there was a ding or anything, I would wake up. Right. So I was taking two or three naps during the day when I was sick. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't Solid, solid sleep. You weren't like deep sleep. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what I got for the 24 hours because I shut everything off. Yeah. I shut everything off. And I like my mom was gone all day with my sister and like it was quiet and I just got to rest. 
And I think I slept until like 745 that night. And then I think that's when I got the text. Yeah. And then I was awake for like an hour and then I went right back to sleep. And then I slept until like straight through until the next morning. Hey, if you needed it, you needed it, man. Yeah. And I think that's what helped. I think it was just like shutting everything off. So I think next time that's what I'm going to do is. Well, just when you feel it. Because, like, I think what I've learned from this experience is that you like to push your points. I I mean, that's how I live my life. Like, it's either I'm fine about, or I like to push it. Yeah. And I'm learning a lot about you because, mm-hmm. like, I've never been, like, this close to you mm-hmm. and since we were, like, kids. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very different. That was way before you were even diagnosed. So, like. Oh, yeah. I didn't I have know, any back then. I don't know what it's like to, like, ha- like help someone during a, a, a flare. Yeah. No idea. I just know that you need rest. And you need to drink your water and go to sleep. Yeah. And I was doing (laughs) all the things like the only thing I was having a hard time with was the protein. Yeah. Which makes sense. Because you to eat. Yeah. I mean, every time I ate, it was like it didn't taste right or I was vomiting it up like, you know, TMI, whatever. Um, But yeah, it was it was it was a very strange time. But long story short, I'm back. She's back. I'm back. So I was like, this is not the topic we're talking about today. It's okay. We're just going to kind of give you a little insight on what's happening. Um, So this is going to come out before the check in. So they got a little bit of a heads up of. Exactly. We'll we'll go more into everything that has happened in the last month, which is like so much. Because we because of the flare, we couldn't do the July check in. True. So, so we're going to do double. July and August. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get all of the things. The yes. traveling, the flares, the good, the bad, the whole nine. Losing 240 pounds of dead weight. Yep. You know, all of that good stuff. And the people that have listened to us, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, they do. Um, Today. Today. We're going to talk about support. Yeah, support. And enabling mm. and how that can be good or bad. Um, Or how you can't see it at first. And then you do later. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to begin this episode? How would you? So I was thinking about this last night, trying to figure out, like, what what do I want to say? Okay. Because my support's been way different than what your support was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, like, what I wanted to kind of come out and say is that, like, yes, I felt alone. You guys mm-hmm. know this. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, some solid support groups That were around me. Yeah. Like I wasn't like a hundred percent alone, but I do want to say like, you know, like Eric and my son were like fucking amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing supporters of the whole thing. Yeah. They didn't waver. They didn't change. Mm -hmm. Which is what is interesting is like what we were talking about off air was like how some supporters were awesome in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now they're gone. And I think that's hard because I know as... A person, and we kind of talked about this on the episode that we did with Lisa fucking Lampanelli. Yeah. Um, that things can change. Yeah. And change. people that are outside of this little weight loss surgery bubble, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily understand that what they're saying or doing is supportive or unsupportive. Yeah. They don't realize like, the little taglines of don't get too small is actually like a negative thing. Yeah. And I didn't so. know until I had it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's not that's not a nice thing to say. Well, it's not like it's not a nice thing. It's just realizing, like, don't tell me what to do with well, my body. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's mean, like, let me make my choice. And then my my body's going to do what it wants to do. And I'm going to follow my direction of my doctor. Mm-hmm. And if that means I get small gonna get small yeah and you had to deal with that because you got small Small. i got real small and i think um because cole Mm -hmm. uh the the best friend um she had said that to me she was like i'm like when would you like me to be concerned like yeah she was kind of like there has to be a level yeah there does There, there really does have to be a level and i think when i hit my lowest and I was, you know, I was working a very physical job. I was doing yoga every day. I was very regimented, very regimented. I yeah. didn't eat certain things. I was very like on point. Um, that was, kind, I think, kind of a kick in the pants that I needed. Yeah. Of like, okay, it might be time to add some things back in. It might be time to like realize that you're not going to be 140 for the rest of your life. Like that's not... Well, and I like how she put it because it wasn't like a derogatory thing. It was just like, hey, when should I be concerned? Yeah. Like she was asking the question instead of yes. it being like 
when you get too small, I'm going to say something. Yeah. It's like, let's have a conversation. Let's open yeah. up the communication. Because mm-hmm. me and you even talked about it because like you're like, I want to get to this point mm-hmm. by my one year by your birthday or one year or something like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. I think it was my one year, my anniversary. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like, j- just know you might not. And that's OK. Because like the way that you lose could be is going to be different than me. But still, Mm -hmm. like if you don't get there, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But then you were losing so rapidly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I mean, you talked about like, hey, so when is when is uh, it when when enough is is enough for you? Because like that's that's the personal thing. Like what number are you looking for? Mm Because like we all know everybody's looking for a number. They tell us Mm -hmm. not to look for a number. But But I mean, eternally, you all have a number. And I it's it. In, like, most of these, like, apps that you use to track yeah. your weight, they they have a suggested mm-hmm. weight by, you know, by your BMI and all of that. Right. And I think that, like, that was where I was at. Like, my suggested number mm-hmm. was 140. Yeah. 141.2 or something like that. It was some random ass number. And I was, I know, I'm like. Really? Point two? Okay. Yep. They want that point two, damn it. Your body needs it. Okay. (laughs) But I think not that I looked bad. No, you didn't look bad. But I looked very, very thin. Yeah. And, but I wasn't also enjoying life. So you didn't seem happy at that. Well, I was in a very toxic relationship. Yes. I was not happy. I was trying to, like, that was my full focus. Um, but yeah, I don't think I was I don't think I was happy at that weight. No, you didn't seem enthused. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm here. Cause like you you were for me what I watched, like you seemed really excited about the clothes, which why not? Yeah, because you can fun. fit into all these cool things now. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely you can tell that you're like, I don't know if I want to be this then. Yeah. I could see it on your face. You're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would I would like to lose another probably 10, 15 pounds that yeah. I that I gained. That gained. I would like to be 150, 155. I think that's a good range for me. Um, so I would like to get back down to there. I think that's a good range. But yeah. I also know that if I don't, I'm still okay. Yeah, you're not going to like beat yourself up over it. No. I think that's what we've learned through all of these conversations through the bariatric like therapist, mm-hmm. Lisa Lample fucking Bonelli, mm-hmm. is stop beating yourself up mm-hmm. and just... Be happy with your body. Yes. With what with what it is. Yes. Because yes. like you are allowed to have the things that you want mm-hmm. and don't punish yourself. Yeah. So like if you can't get down there, you can't get down. There. I have not ever been able to get back down to what I was. Yeah. And which, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I've noticed this last year. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Because like going to Florida and being able to like sit in like the airplane seat mm-hmm. just fucking fine, which I have photos of, by the yes. way. I did take those. Um, I was super excited. And then like wearing the swimsuits and then now that I've worn like a bikini type swimsuit and not to mention she wore shorts and I wore shorts for the first time in public fucking at Universal mm-hmm. I've never done that before and you looked fantastic and it, it felt great yeah and that was the deal I was like oh I don't need to lose anymore mm-hmm. like do I seem like I saw I see myself in videos and I'm like I like what I look at like I, you can tell I'm a, I'm a thicker girl but like mm-hmm. that's just my body type yeah like I'm just a thicker girl and I'm fine mm-hmm. with it because it's my thighs, it's my hips, like it's fine. It's like, yeah. why am I going to beat myself up over 12 pounds that I gained? Like that's the deal. And that's what made me feel good about learning all these things through this process because I was beating myself up till we started doing this podcast about it. Like realizing, oh, this is, you're supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, because I stopped going to my appointments, which you guys know. And I yeah. should not have done that. Go to your appointments. <laughs> yeah, go to your appointments. Yes. And I also, I remember back when you, I think you were almost to your goal weight or mm-hmm. you were like, you were really close. It was right around that time that you were hitting that, that one, lowest point. Yeah, because I was like 179 was my mm-hmm. lowest. Yeah. And I remember you saying, oh, I'm going to take these pills. I remember. Uh, yeah. It was like. I know my mom oh, gave it to was me. It? it was she like, like work it or something, something, something. stupid. Mom yeah. bought it off of like a GNC and she's like, I don't like these. Would you want them? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then I told you, I was like, I'm kind of debating taking these. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I, she was like, she was like, no, I think I'm going to take it. And I think that's a part of support, though, is I being that. being like that person of saying, I understand you want to be. Mm-hmm. In this spot, yeah. I understand that it's, you know, because I was not 
anywhere close to where I wanted to be right. at that point. Mm-hmm. But giving that support of be of knowing that when to be honest. Yeah. And that would have done more harm than good to your process than good. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then knowing when comments or things are going to do more harm than mm-hmm. good. It's a big deal. It, it is it's like having that balance of with your support of no, having the honesty, mm-hmm. but not maliciousness. Yeah. Like it's very it's interesting because the supporter is that what we need when we're going through this process. Just need, we need to be a little tactful. Yeah, think about that's all. it. Just think about what you're and saying before you say it. Like, yeah. would you be okay with someone saying that to you? I think mm-hmm. that's a big deal. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And also, like, w- by me saying this, what what is that really going to do for you and the other person? Because mm-hmm. I think people forget about that. Like, is it necessary? Yeah. Because people will just say shit and just spew off their mouth. Like, the whole, like, in the beginning with no support of, like, do you think that you're going to be able to keep it off? Mm-hmm. Are you sure that you want to do this? Like, that's really invasive. Like, yeah. you sure you can't just do it by yourself like you've never really tried even though like i have tried cool so and so got this done and then they died yeah like, like everybody dies apparently okay <laughs> what they die from yeah. oh they had a car accident or are you sure you're not gonna just regain because like i had someone say well we know this person i did it but like their thighs are huge and like who the fuck cares well and okay they used to be 400 pounds i think that they are very okay with having thicker thighs at right? this point right like that weight is off their fucking joints and heart my friends like, why? I just don't. Sometimes I just don't get it. Like, I I understand now, like, li- talking to all these professionals, like, oh, people are just projecting their own issues on everyone mm-hmm, else. And definitely. So, like, that's where you're getting that from. They're not really, like, trying to be mean to you. They're really being mean to themselves. But mm-hmm. it's like, can we just stop being mean to ourselves and others? Like, okay. So <laughs> I had this thought. I just had this thought when you were talking. Good. Of, I feel like when you use the term weight loss surgery, weight loss, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with weight loss, okay? They hear you, the word weight. <laughs> yeah, when you, well, just like the weight loss. Yeah. So whether that be from weight loss surgery, whether that be from uh, diets, exercise, whatever. Mm-hmm. People hear that and they feel like it gives them the right yeah. to comment and to judge mm-hmm. on whatever you're doing. It's so interesting. Like how, I don't, I do I don't quite understand. Yeah. Like if somebody told me, if you told me that you're like, you know what? I'm going to go on Weight Watchers. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, awesome. Good for you. Cool. Like, but I wouldn't be like, oh, well, I did Weight Watchers twice and it didn't work for me. Yeah. It's always into like back to them. It's like, let's just talk about the person that like is going through this. Like, Well, and I know that some people like for me, when I communicate with people, how I communicate best is by relating it back to something that I've experienced. Right. Right. Like that's how I have mm. a conversation. But not everybody does that. Not everybody does yeah. that. Yeah. A lot of people are actually way more malicious uh-huh. about their intents mm-hmm. and, and need to have the focus on them. Mm-hmm. They need to have that attention. Cause mm-hmm. what I've noticed with you, cause at first I thought like, I'm not going to lie. I totally thought that's what you're doing. Like always like putting it back, like focus on you, focus on mm-hmm. you. But like watching you talk to people, it is just a relatability thing. Mm-hmm. It 100% is. And you always go back to what they were saying. Cause mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the biggest draw like from supporters is like, you can relate to us, but like put it back on the conversation mm-hmm. that they started. Mm-hmm. And then they feel actually fully supported because mm-hmm. they, he- they noticed that one, you were listening, mm-hmm. they related to you and now they're back to letting you talk and mm-hmm. now they're going to listen. And that's mm-hmm. what you do. I think beautifully. Oh, by the well, way. thank you. So high five. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I do listen, mm-hmm. but I just like to say like, I understand where you're coming from because right. I've been in this, you know, position or I can relate it back to this mm-hmm. time in my life or something. But I like I'm listening to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like correlate it with something with I, what I can understand. Well, and some people do that to where like it helps them actually like retain information if they can relate it yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's exactly me. Yeah. I think so like, too. It helps me understand mm-hmm. a little bit better. And if I can't relate it to myself, I have a hard time. Well, I can see it on your face. You'll be like, you'll start thinking of other things like how, how do I understand this? Cause mm-hmm. I can't relate to it. Yeah. Cause there's things that you just can't relate to. Like no. there's some things I just don't know. I don't know what it's like to be a dude. I don't know what it's <laughs> like to have <laughs> like weight loss as a guy. That's why we have to do the guy panels. Like mm-hmm. I have 
no idea what it's like for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be in a different country getting surgery. Like, yeah, there's no. just nothing I can relate to. So, but I will ask all the questions so yeah. we can like have the information as much as possible. Yeah, because I still want to know. Yeah. Like yeah. our guy panel, I loved that episode because there was so much too. insight to what happened. And there like, will be a number two. There will. Th- <laughs> There will be a second episode. There'll be a second episode, a third episode. Yeah. <laughs> All of the episodes. <laughs> All the guys. So if you are a guy that had weight loss surgery and you're listening to this, contact us. Yes. Because we'd love to get all the guys, mm-hmm. um, which can also sound really bad. So, you know, you I know, just whatever. We're, we're handling this really well today. Um, <laughs> so and it, I mean, it does help because I am dating somebody who had weight loss yeah. surgery. And yeah. so it's funny because I'm now like learning all these things. That I didn't oh, necessarily, the yeah, the That's dude cool. side. That's cool. And it's funny because they have the same concerns we do. Yeah. Well, that's what I've learned over the years that we're ex- like raising Dylan. Mm-hmm. We are so much the same. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. It's just bodily functions that are different. It's just the it parts. Really, the parts really, are different, guys. Yeah, we're all still insecure. Yeah. Like we're all. We all still have body issues. Yes, we're all sad. We're all upset. Like we all have the same emotions. It's just like. Who can express them a little bit better than the, each other? Yeah. That's all it is. Pretty much. Because women, we're allowed to. Yeah. And then dudes are shamed for it. And I get really upset about that because I'm trying to teach Dylan it's okay to cry. It's yeah. okay to show your emotions because, like, we need to know. Like, me and Eric's had this conversation several times where, like, you're not up here. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I thought that I played this out loud. Now I need to actually say it. Like, yeah. And that's what dudes, like, need to feel comfortable with because it's not fair to them to be shamed to be for them to share their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And if I think if guys could share their feelings more and it was more accepted, then we would actually have like a better community because then people would understand each other better. Yeah. And I think along with that comes communication. Mm-hmm. I feel like sharing your, your feelings, not necessarily being like sappy crying, like, you know, you right. know, some people are just not like that. Like yeah. I'm not a huge crier. Mm-mm. Like, you know what you, you've either pissed me off. Yep. Or I'm really fucking sad when I cry. Yep. Because those are the two times. Like, I don't just randomly cry. Nope. Um, But I think, you know, it's just that communication. Yes. It's key. It's it's not so much like sharing your feelings, but it's communicating and saying like, hey, you've pissed me off. Just just saying that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Like, as a supporter, just like listen to us and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, they're sad right now. Oh, yeah. they're upset right now. Mm-hmm. Like just because tears come out does not mean that they're sad because mm-hmm. my tears come out no matter what. all the emotions. Like, it doesn't matter. She like, can be happy, sad, angry. Yeah. It's harder for the happy one. It's only happened maybe like once or two two times. But it's mainly definitely like I'm sad. I'm pissed off. I'm angry. I'm upset. Like they all come together. Yeah. Like, and that was really hard growing up because. I didn't know what the feeling was. I just mm-hmm. knew I was crying. Mm-hmm. I remember getting yelled at all the time for crying. And I'm like, I just don't know why. Mm-hmm. I have You're no just fucking a very clue. sensitive soul. Like people like because our friend group was assholes about me crying. Oh, yeah. Like Ryan like fucking was a dickhole about it. And he's like, why are you fucking crying? I'm like, because you won't stop yelling. Yep. I remember being in the store before we went to before we went camping. We were at Food for Less. Oh, God. Remember? That was like the worst experience of my and life. He was fucking yelling. And I yeah. don't know why. I don't even. I was don't know now why he was yelling, but I just started tearing up and he's like, why are you crying? I'm like, you remind me of my parents. You're mm-hmm. just fucking yelling. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you're yelling. Mm-hmm. And none of us did it. Like, I'm always like, is it warranted to be yelled at? Mm-hmm. And if it's not warranted, I'm like, why are we doing this right now? Lower your voice. Well, sir. I think that like <laughs> our friend group was don't, and don't get us wrong. Like we had a blast, had a blast. together, yeah. like and we were very, very close as a as a friend group. Yeah. Um, and that camping trip was freaking amazing. <laughs> it, was. it ended up being amazing. But we learned a lot about each other. Like mm-hmm. the guys needed to set up the tents. They needed to set up the whole camping area. Yeah. We sat on the picnic table and we ate some chips with queso. And yes, we, did. we didn't touch anything yeah. because they would just yell. They would just yell. And so if we stayed out of it, it was fine. Yeah. So FYI, when you're communicating with people, don't yell at them. Yeah. If you need yeah. to communicate, just say what's going on. Well, and I had a lot of that with my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very much a yelling situation anytime I didn't know what to do. Like uh, when we went on the boat mm-hmm. last summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never driven a boat. I've never like tried to 
park it on a trailer. Yeah. I've never done anything <gasps> like which he knows that because he's been married to you. Fifteen years we've been like, together. Have you ever show, showed me how to do that? No. Nope. So why would I know? Yeah. And so by yelling, like every second, it was like a yelling, like, Kelly. why aren't you doing this right? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing And I'm like, I don't, you're not explaining it. You're not explaining like, it. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no concept of anything that's going on. Like, it all looks alien to me. Yeah. And it should it should. It should. Yeah. And like, it's like the whole um, mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. No. I had no idea how to start a lawnmower. I had no idea to how to like push the lawn. Nothing. Nothing. No. I had no You're concept. Like, I understand how like this should work. Yeah. But, but I don't know how to make it work. done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And when Zach came over and he's like, okay, pull this. this. Okay. Yeah. Hold this in. Okay, push. Zach is fucking perfect for that shit. He's oh, like, yeah. He's a great teacher. He's so patient. And it's like, even if I do something wrong, he's like, okay, redo what I just told you. Yeah. It's it's very, mm-hmm. like, easy. There's communication. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm appreciative of. Yeah. And, like, that's a whole different amount of support. Oh, 100%. Coming from that. Because I know that, like, I if I don't know how to do something, I can ask. Yeah. And he's very... Patient. Yeah, he's not going to yell at you about no. it. No. And that's like night and day what you're experiencing. Exactly. And going off of that, we had kind of wanted to talk about the support and how it changes. Yeah. Or how you think it's supportive and it's not. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of my um, journey of doing the six-month process, I thought Satan was the most supportive husband ever. Like, Mm-hmm. He drove me to every appointment. He went to, like, he asked all the questions yep. and, like, every step of the way he was there. And yep. I was like, wow, he's so supportive, right? Yeah. As the journey progressed and I started to discover myself. Yes. And I started to discover, like, oh, I have a whole world out there that I haven't been able to even begin to think about being a part of. Mm-hmm. For the last five years, yep. right? Yep. And so it kind of, like, now looking back, I understand that it was a control. It was a control thing. That's why he went to every appointment. He wanted to know exactly what was happening, when it was happening, because he wanted to be able to control every step of the journey. Every situation that you were going to be in mm-hmm. with with the journey. He wanted to know all of it so he can control it. Because mm-hmm. he tried to make Eric feel bad because Eric didn't go to all my appointments mm-hmm. with me. I'm like, I don't need him to go to my fucking appointments. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult, dude. Like, he went to the first one where we did all of the rooms. Mm-hmm. We did that together. Mm-hmm. And then we did the last one together. You came to one. I came to one. Like, yeah. I don't need my husband to be at all my appointments. I'm just like, why are you making Eric feel like shit? Like, come on, yeah. dude. And that was the deal. Like, we're realizing, looking back, like, that was his MO. Like, mm-hmm. he'd be like, well, look what all the things that I'm doing and look at what you're not doing. I'm going to make you feel like shit for it. Mm -hmm. And that's not a supporter. That's not supporting Mm -hmm. anybody. Or make you feel bad for the things that you have no control over. Yeah. Like, Eric has no control over the fact that he's short. No. No. He was born that way, motherfucker. Yeah. And it's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, you're fucking short. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a fun short joke. Like, get nope. creative. Yeah, get like, creative. You've known oh, us for like over yeah. a decade. Like, yeah. you think you'd have like more fun with this? Yeah, like you are a tall man. You're six four. My husband's five four, five five on a good day. He says, and <laughs> on the day that he's stretching that neck. That's right. And so I'm like, <laughs> you are a foot taller than my husband. Cool. I don't care. Why do you care? I'm the yeah. one fucking him. You're yeah. not. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. When we're in bed, it doesn't matter the height anymore. Guys. Yep. It, <laughs> so, it does not it at does all. Not. Nope. It's just so interesting because like looking back and listening to our spouse episode, mm-hmm. you can really hear the difference of the real support because mm-hmm. Cody only talked about your health. Yeah. There was no like, I can't wait until I can do A, B and C with Kelly. Yep. Like, he was a very much, like, in a caretaker. And now, I want everybody to know, like, it wasn't all bad, right? No, Like, he did the two-week liquid diet with me. And I don't know if that was a control thing or if that was just, like, him trying to be supportive. Yeah, trying to—maybe he was trying to connect. I mean, he loved you. You guys were together for a long time for a reason. And I'm not saying that there wasn't love there. Yeah. There was. But it— over time, things can change with support. Yeah. And I think that the support went from being vi- like supportive 
to toxic real quick. Real quick. Real quick. So there's a fine line. Yeah. I think between that. I think so, too, because it went from like him doing all the appointments doing all the Mm -hmm. things. And then when the when surgery happened, Mm -hmm. he has no control of what that's going to be like. Yeah. No control. Because everybody changes. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And you changed. Mm -hmm. I knew you were going to change. And I was waiting for it. But like he had no idea. He just thought you're going to be the same Kelly, just smaller. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happens. No, no, it does not. You change you because change. you start thinking about things and you start trying to figure out like I hadn't lived a life in so long mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yep. I want to do this. And he was not prepared for that. No, he couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. And nor did he want to. That was I think that's what I think he realized was, mm-hmm. oh, she wants to go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't want to do those things. Mm-hmm. I think that was like a because you what this journey does to both, I think, sides is it makes you think mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of awareness happens. Mm-hmm. You guys all know as very patients, like now you are so into your food, your water, your protein, and then your fog slowly goes away and then the energy kicks in mm-hmm. and then you're like, I want to go do stuff. And then if you're not if. You and your spouse, your partner, whoever you're with is not like communicating with you or connecting or connecting, then like it's going to slowly fall away. And that's why the divorce rate rate Mm -hmm. is so high. Yeah. Well, and I think you, you know, as you change, you, you know, I I call it, you know, the fat Kelly and then Mm -hmm. the now Kelly, the real Kelly. Uh, It I think that the real Kelly just would have never connected with the dots. With Cody. With with Cody. Yeah. The, this Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. This Kelly would have never. And there's, a, to that there's a reason why we're divorced. Yeah. Like it's and I'm good with it. Well, it's fine. Like people are allowed to move you know, on. Move and on and, and, and I hope that he finds his happiness. Yeah. Right. And I hope that like because I found my happiness for right now. Yeah. I, I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, but yeah, I think this change of support can definitely happen and it can happen over a short amount of time yeah, or a longer period of time. Because mm-hmm. um, it could be with friends too. It can. It's not just your, your spouse mm-hmm. or your partner. Like it can be with family members, yep. friends, yep. like, like relationships just in general, slowly morph and change. Mm-hmm. And I know what mine was like, people didn't like the fact that like, I was, I've always been outspoken, but mm-hmm. I was more like, no. Like I had boundaries. No. Yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. absolutely <laughs> not. Not doing that. Not not today. To use my sister Fiona's term. Absolutely not. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. With the fingers. And yeah. Everything. She's like, absolutely not. Ooh. You know, Eric did say he he would like it if I was more. This is funny. Like talk with my hands. Like I talk with my hands all the time. He's yeah, like, do. he's like, no, but you could be more expressive. And I'm like, okay. If you <laughs> I want. talk with my hands a lot. Yeah. So I was like, sweet. But no, like with friends, like everything just slowly morphs and changes. And people didn't like me putting boundaries up. They did not. They were not a fan of boundaries. Mm-hmm. I put a boundary up with my uh, ex-neighbor. Mm. And she really fucking hated that. I would just call her out be like, nope, not OK. Not today. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, what the fuck happened to my friend? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not Who like Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause this girlfriend would be like, she was, she was in the room. She held a leg when I had Dylan. Mm-hmm. Like we have a weird connection and bond. She taught me mm-hmm. how to drive like mm-hmm. a car, a stick shift. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I thought we were going to be like a ride or die situation. Everybody didn't like her, but I was like, you know what? She's been great to me. Not a problem. And then mm-hmm. when I had surgery, our dynamics changed. And then it just slowly morphed into like, oh, I don't like Melanie anymore because I'm more honest. I'm more like, hey, this is not okay for me. I don't feel comfortable with this. Mm -hmm. And I used to never tell people when I didn't feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I would just roll with the punches because I can roll with anything. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. good at that. But now I'm actually going to be like, you know, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Or I don't like that. And she was like, oh, shit. And then instead of like talking to me, she just ghost me in my own backyard, people like legit. She's walked fucking past me and I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's up? And she like fucking beelined crazy. it, wouldn't even make eye contact. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Did I just, did, did that just happen? Oh, yeah. And thank no. God, oh, yeah, thank God people were around. They actually saw her do it. And I'm like, holy shit. So it's just like little situations like mm-hmm. that. Like even with Amy, like Amy was a great support in the beginning. She was like Johnny on the spot, making sure I was okay. She checked on me. Mm-hmm. And then it just slowly changed because now she wanted the surgery now she's mad because her insurance won't do the surgery. And she just like. It's a jealousy. It was the jealousy mm-hmm. started happening. She mm-hmm. was getting pissed all the time. And mm-hmm. it wasn't 
And then she was never like rude to me about it. It was just she would complain and complain and complain. And then finally, when I'm like, hey, like, check these things out. Mm -hmm. Like, it was almost like, don't tell me what to do. And it was like, well, this is what worked for me. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to tell you. And so like that, that phased away as well. Like some Mm -hmm. of the toxic ones that are just like taking all your energy Mm -hmm. do fade away. Mm -hmm. And then other ones come in like you were a huge supporter after the fact, like mm-hmm. years later, because I would um, I mean, you know, like we weren't like close, close when I first mm-hmm. got my surgery. So mm-hmm. we didn't have this dynamic. But now, like, you're the biggest fucking supporter I've ever had. Aww. So it's nice to have a friend that's like went through it, knows what it feels like. And I don't have to, I don't have to explain much of myself to mm-hmm. you because, you know, the in, inner workings of what's going on, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And, yeah, and I mean, not that we, you know. 24 7 understand what you know sometimes we yeah. have to have it out yeah sometimes we have to like be like wait okay we need to stop take a breath mm-hmm. okay i'm meaning it this way and i think differently than most people like yeah. we talk about this i go to the end and then i work my way back mm-hmm. mel is a the opposite Yeah, i'm linear and we're going yeah. like a to z it's i yeah. mean it's my accounting brain we're going one to ten like yeah. we're not going ten to one that's not yeah. how this and works. i go ten to one yeah so i like to see where i have to go and then work my way backwards. So, like, when I think, like, what time do I have to be somewhere? I think, okay, I have to be there at 1130. Mm-hmm. So, I need to leave here at 11. And then I need to be, like, like I work You slowly backwards. work backwards. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, okay, I need to be in the shower by 9 o'clock so that I can leave here by 10 so that I can, like, I, yeah. that's just how my brain works. And I yep. very much learned that well, and we learned about that myself. through this process yeah like through like the whole podcast yeah like, we would have never kn- i would have never known well even guys when she like thought that she was ready to come back and then she was like i need i, I want to know about this and this and this and my girlfriend that is like months away we need to like, <laughs> can we just roll you into this week right now <laughs> can i go to december and yeah. then work i'm gonna work my that's way what, backwards to now 100 what she wanted to do and yeah. i was like yep nope yep yep we need to figure out tomorrow <laughs> Let's get tomorrow on the books and then we'll go from there. But it's so funny because like we would have never known that about Mm -hmm. you or like about how I work if we didn't work together. Mm -hmm. And then how our support actually works, because I think that's why we work together so well is that you are the end to the beginning and then I'm the beginning to the end. So we Mm -hmm. can always like we meet in the middle and we figure out what needs to be done because like Mm -hmm. uh, each of us are missing always something a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't 100 percent be perfect all the time. Like that's just not going to happen. And There's just never going to be perfect. No. Well, and even with support, like yeah. your support yeah. is never going to be 100% on point. They're never going to say anything mean. Like everybody has to go through their own shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of the support um, that I had in the beginning obviously has changed now. Yeah. Like I have completely different support uh, other than Mel. Yeah. Like Mel, I've been the solid. Yeah, she's been solid since the beginning. Yeah. Um, my mom kind of morphed. She yep. wasn't real supportive in the beginning, just because she didn't want me to do it. Now and then, you know, as soon as I had surgery, she was really supportive. Yep. My sisters have kind of gone in and out a little bit. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah, like they're supportive, but they're not supportive. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a weird kind of combination. Um, and then as far as friends, like. You know, I had this one friend that she seemed supportive. Yeah, she did. I and thought she, I thought she was too. She fooled she fooled me. Yeah, she and she, she fooled, fooled me us. too. I thought she was going to be really supportive, but it turns out like she was more of a. She thought she was missing something. Yeah, like and she was projecting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. her feelings of. Because the way we used to, tr- we would travel together. We, I would go and visit her. Um, and our way of spending time together was food. food. And she would plan our entire trips surrounded by breakfast, lunch, That's and dinner good. and snacks. Yep. Yep. And that makes sense now. Like, because after we talked to Lisa Lampanelli, she's at the same thing with mm-hmm. her own husband. Mm-hmm. They realized Oh, only thing that we had in common was, was food. food. Yeah. And that can really build a whole relationship and then deplete a whole relationship. Exactly. Gone. Very much. And that's so. exactly what happened. With that her. is that is what happened. Yeah. And I mean, there was more to the end of our friendship than that. Yeah. yeah. But towards the end of it, like the last trip we took together, it was very. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
I get my hydrate on. Yeah. I finally have mine back after a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Um, so towards the end, it was becoming more of an enabling situation because I hadn't had ice cream. No, that's actually what I think. It didn't like piss me off, but it frustrated me mm-hmm. that you went so long with like nailing it. Mm-hmm. And then when you left to go visit her, it was like. All bets were all bets were off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because I get it. Like when my first trip, well, it was to Mexico, Mm -hmm. but it still was like everything was on point except for the one extra day. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like this person, because of her, like how she builds a relationship and like a trip, it's Mm -hmm. around food. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like she tried to adapt. To you. Well, and she did kind of like she she? would she would ask, like, is this place okay?" And I told her, like, any place you want to go is fine because I can find something there that I can eat. Yeah. But I think it was falling back into those old habits. Mm -hmm. And instead of, you know, when I'm saying like, oh, I want Andy's ice cream. Instead of her being like, well, no, like, let's just go home. I've got some fruit or whatever. Yeah. You know. It was like, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, Because you went four times, you said, right? Or three. I think it was three. Three times while I you were there. I went a lot. Yeah. I went a lot. Let's be honest. And I think that was what was annoying was I was like, okay, I get the one. You get the one. Like, of course. Like, you haven't been there. Mm-hmm. But why are we going all the time? And why is no one saying anything? Mm-hmm. That was the deal. Because I'm like, why are we allowing, not like this behavior, but she's like enabling what, like, what you've already like built. Mm-hmm. She's like. Because if that was me, I'd be like, yeah, let's go have ice cream one of the nights that we're here. Mm-hmm. But not like let's go every single night. I don't think that's fair because I feel like that's mm-hmm. almost like sabotaging your success. Well, and come to find out, you know, like there was more behind the scenes yeah. of her feelings of being overweight mm-hmm. that she was projecting on to me. Right. Yeah. And I feel like there's a scared. certain sabotage of. Oh, if they gain weight back, Mm -hmm. then I won't feel as bad about myself. 100 percent. Yep. So and I think you, you know, we have to be aware that that is a possibility. Yeah. And if you're a supporter out there, like kind of just just look at yourself Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be happy with yourself. Most Mm -hmm. of us aren't. You know, now we um, all have things that we want to work on. Deal with your own stuff and not not project onto other people because just because I'm feeling this way doesn't mean Kelly's feeling that way. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean X, Y, and Z is feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Or they or they have the same habits. Like, just because, like, I eat because I'm sad does not mean that someone else does. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is fucking different. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their vices. Mm-hmm. Mine's fucking food, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, some people it's alcohol. Some people it's cigarettes. Some mm-hmm. people it's actual, like, hardcore Hard drugs. drugs. Yeah. Like, there's gambling. There's, you know, fucking shopping. Yeah. So everybody has something But don't put your stuff on someone else is the biggest Mm -hmm. key, I would say, as a supporter, Mm -hmm. because it's it can actually backfire. One, you can lose a friend Mm -hmm. um, or lose yourself is Mm -hmm. a deal, too, because then you realize, oh, I'm I'm have some fucking shit I need to deal with. And now I've lost a friend and like myself at the same time. And that's not fun. That can't be fun for anybody. No. And I think also when you are looking when I because I know those feelings, I remember those feelings when you lost a bunch of weight, like mm-hmm. it kind of makes you look at turn internally at yourself. Yeah. And as pr- as proud of you as I was. Yeah. You know, it kind of like I was like, oh, well, now she sees me as like this big fat person. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't. We don't see that. We don't see that. We don't see that mm-hmm. going through all of my stuff over the last mm-hmm. two years. I don't look of, at my friends as fat, skinny, you know, no, it's in between. Different. Like, you're my friend. Yeah, it's so different because it's very, well, this journey is very personal. Mm-hmm. So we look a lot internal about ourselves. How mm-hmm. do we be successful? And when we look at our friends, we're just there to hang out and be like, have fun. Like, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with anybody's weight. We or don't what look at eating. what you're eating. Yeah. yeah that's the fun. biggest thing. I think that a lot of people think that we're judging them. Right. Right. And it's like, no, you do you. Yeah. If you want to eat that, eat that. Like, no, like, I'm not judging at all. What I did notice was the change was just like 
my brain going, how did I used to fit that in my belly? That, that's that would, the only yeah, difference that's I a, noticed. That's a question for yourself. That's not right. a question of like, how are they fitting that in? Exactly. Because it's still pointed back to me because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I only have a two ounce tummy. Whoa. How was I able to fit like the hamburger with the hamburger bun and all the fries? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. And how did I have the blooming onion before? And mm-hmm. then a salad. Like, it's insane. Like how much food. I was able to put in my body prior to surgery. Oh, completely. And then now after surgery, the only thing different I would say is just you just look at food differently and plates differently. You do. and But it's never a judgment on the person eating it. Yeah. It is just literally, it's almost a judgment on the restaurant because you're like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. <gasps> what the fuck are you exactly. doing? These are yeah. too big of portions because mm-hmm. even like I love me some Chinese food and Japanese mm-hmm. food, but like depending on where you go, those those portions They're are huge. massive. They're huge. Massive. That's what she said. And no wonder why I thought it was okay to have like two cups of white, white rice all the time. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I was getting even when I would go to get Chinese food. They're mm-hmm. like, fried rice? Yeah, here we go. Like yeah. fucking hella scoops. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so much It's food. intense. It's yeah. intense. So. I mean, it's three meals for me easily. Easily. If, if I go to Gold Dragon mm-hmm. especially because they have... Huge portions. Huge portion. They're delicious. And oh, they're it's so good. Very, very it's clean so is yes. what we like about them. Yes. And so. it's it's very clean tasting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know they why. They change their oil yeah. all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's there's certain places like Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. I still don't know, know how I fit all that in. Yeah. How did we do that? All the breadsticks. Fucking the Alfredo sauce, dipping in the breadsticks, yeah. the salad, the uh, any appetizers you may have done. Because sometimes we would do the fried mozzarella. Or, yeah, yeah. The, the fried little, um, what was it, the lasagna fritta mm-hmm, or whatever. Fritta, yeah. And then, then your pasta meal. on top of it. Plus, we would go when it was never ending. Of course. And have two or three bowls. Yeah. How did we? It's just confusing. And so like that would be the only thing is like it's not a judgment on anybody. It's just now we're in our heads more and we're like, mm-hmm. how do I do all these things? Because mm-hmm. that's what's bringing the awareness up is like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I used to do X, Y and Z. Can't do X, Y and Z mm-hmm. anymore. And now we just don't even go into Olive Garden. Nope. I have not been since before surgery. Yeah. I think I, mine's been almost a year now. Yeah. Because the boys would I would randomly want to go. Yeah. So. I, I've been kind of like, I want to go to Olive Garden. But then it's like, mm, meh. Like, last night I ordered pasta for the first time ever. That's random. Yeah. Uh, my mom wanted out back because oh, okay. she was like, I'm just tired. I don't want to cook. And I was like, that's totally, totally fine. fine. Like, I was, I just wanted to go home and go to sleep. So I ordered uh, this pasta thing from Outback. And it came with, like, steak bites and shrimp. Okay. So and you got the pasta. protein. Yeah. yeah. So I got the protein. Well, I didn't realize that the Alfredo was spicy. Well, because so, Alfredo's not normally spicy. No, so not that at makes all. Sense. So I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. So I took, like, a few bites. Oh, my God. It was, like, on fire. Oh, no. Um, but I ate, like, so I had, like, two bites of the pasta. Maybe three. And then I had three steak bites and two shrimp yeah and i was done done yeah that's good like how i know you were nervous about getting pasta yeah but it was fine like it wasn't like because it wasn't like it was before yeah okay good yeah it wasn't like that instant like need for it Well, what's funny is like for me with pasta like i've never really been a big big fan of pasta but now even when i have i'm like why like I taste them, like that's not even as good as I remember it. Like mm-hmm. I notice the things that I used to like, like aren't as good. Like I don't even mm-hmm. like pizza anymore. I fucking hate pizza. It's stupid. No fucking point of pizza. I know it's weird. It's so it's funny so... because you have pizza a lot. Like yeah, well they, they do. What I do is like I'm like hey, if we're gonna do this shit, I just get cheese bread. Yeah, that's literally what I get because I've realized um, I just care about the cheese mm-hmm. and the toppings. So like. I know this is like fat kid moment, but Domino's has a cheese bread that's spinach and feta. Ooh, yum. So I was like, I'm going to get that. And I'd have two pieces and done. And I'd have my salad. There you go. So I'm like, I don't need, like, I don't care for pizza anymore. Because they went to order. I'm like, I don't want pizza. I really don't. You're like, I hate it. I don't want it. This is yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, I feel like it's a wasted space. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's the one thing that we all learn in this mm. process is like, you need space for nutrition. Yeah. And why are we filling it with shit that doesn't matter? 
Mm -hmm. Like it really, really doesn't because you need to be able to function. I've learned like these last it's kind of interesting with her being like down. Mm -hmm. I've been on point and I don't think there's a correlation there, but like it just (laughs) happened to be that way. (laughs) We're like, I'm eating better. I'm making my vitamins are on point, Mm -hmm. water, protein, the whole thing. And I feel I can already feel the fucking difference. Mm -hmm. I wake up. I'm a little groggy, but I'm like fine for the day. Yeah. I'm like, go, go, go. And that's even with some on the weekends, I haven't been taking the fentramine and it's, Mm -hmm. and I'm fine. I'm still like wide awake. Let's go. Boom, boom. Yeah. Like, because I'm like regularly taking my vitamins and I'm regularly getting the protein and water that my body actually needs. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing I'm not wanting the the cravings at nighttime are slowly going away. Mm-hmm. I do have my built bar. They finally got here a couple of days ago. Yay! And we have that in the fridge. And even like my niece is staying with us. She tried them and she's like, these aren't that bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right. I was like, it's a literally a glorified candy bar that mm-hmm. you can have at night. It makes you feel better. Um, and yeah, like we, we all had one last night. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, this is easy peasy, but you have to like change the way that you eat. And then I'm noticing like, oh yeah, there is a reason why I felt so good back in the day. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so dumb when you go back to the basics. You're like, mm-hmm. shit, I should have been doing this before. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Well, and I think that's another level of support also um, is having somebody that says like we, when I was down, like you were messaging, like, are you getting your protein? Mom. Are you getting your water? Are you taking your vitamins? Which I was except for the protein. Um, <laughs> but that's a that's a level of support. Yeah. Like if you're not getting your vitamins and say your partner notices you're not taking them mm-hmm. like that should be a conversation like, hey, you know how important vitamins are. Why aren't you taking them? Right. Right. And I you felt, know, I know I felt weird like messaging you that every couple of days. But I was like, no, like I need her to know like she needs to take these and she will mm-hmm. feel better. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you also need to give yourself like time for the um for the stuff to work. Yeah. What we've learned is like vitamins when you take it today doesn't you're not going to feel the immediate. Yeah, it's a couple weeks. You need like at least I think what did the Paravita say? Like three to five days at least. Yeah. In your I, body. That's why I say a couple weeks. Because it's like you need to have it and mm-hmm. then you'll feel the like repercussions later. Like that's mm-hmm. why our nails are growing like crazy with the Avi mm-hmm. stuff and the devotion being on point with the protein. Mm-hmm. Like now my mom loves devotion. Yeah, like, my little sister loves devotion. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. funny. They like the different ones. Like yeah. my mom is addicted to the angel food which cake, is my favorite and she just puts it in water oh really yeah because she can't have milk but I, I my mom's still weird i'm like you can have fair life it's lactose free mm-hmm. that's what dylan can have and she's like nope can't have it and i'm like yes she can and she's like nope I, i'm gonna use water and i was like okay <laughs> oh my you, God, mom. you do that mom and she put water in it and then she mixed it up and she's like "Ooh, this is good and then for some reason now she likes to put it in the freezer that's fine for 30 minutes, she says. And she's like, it is so freaking good. She's like, I like the brownie batter, but I I prefer the angel food cake. And then now your sister loves the brownie the batter. Brownie batter. Yeah, because I gave her a few samples because she was like, I need because she's in beauty school. Yep. And she's like, I need something easy that I can make in the morning because she's got a one year old. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just I like I need something yeah. in my system Important. because I'm on my feet all day. And so I was like, well, here, try try a couple of the sample packs of uh, devotion because that's what I really that's what we use. Yep. Yeah. She's like, it's so good. Yeah. And I was like, I know. Like, yeah. And those are like what helps you keep on point. I even messaged Kelly when she was done was like, hey, Flex Pro. Like you have them in yes. your freezer. Use yes. them. Use them while you can. Because yes. like those are jam-packed with protein. Mm-hmm. Almost every one that we've seen is over 20 grams. And oh, you yeah. need between Easily. 20 to 30 grams yep. per meal. And mm-hmm. like, that's perfect. And at least mm-hmm. you're getting like fresh food too. Because you are. Yes. We are learning we need a balance between fresh food mm-hmm. um, and fresh protein versus like just, you know, drinking your protein. Yeah. And you need a good mix. And like people being supportive can be like, hey, one, I love it when they want to try it with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great move, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then checking on it. Like, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Yep. Because like, I know I need sometimes a kick in the pants, too. Like, it's not just one sided here. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, we all need a, a sometimes we all need a heart to heart. Yeah. And I think finding the right support of finding that balance of being supportive mm-hmm. without being judgmental. Yep. And having the honesty Mm -hmm. without being malicious. Yes. That is the true. It's going to go a long way. That's the true amount of support. Yeah. That's encompassed Mm -hmm. all right there. And I think also um, that's why we find support within our community. Yes. So easily. And so like 
you feel so connected so easily. Yeah, because I think we all we've all been through, you know, we've all been bigger people. Yeah. And we know what it feels like to be chastised and shamed and, and judged, judged and, and judged. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. So why are we going to do that to each other going mm-hmm. through this journey? Because we know this journey. is. I mean, there are some assholes out there, right? Like it doesn't. I mean, that's true. That's anywhere. Yeah. But. For the most, most part, part, you know, they're great. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not going to be mean to each other and we're just going to build each other up because yeah. this journey has ebbs and flows of like mm-hmm. awesome, awesome for a few months. And then mm-hmm. it's down for a month and it's awesome, awesome again. Mm-hmm. But really, that's life. If you think about it, that's literally what life is You're like. You're not going to be perfect 24 seven. No. And I used to say all the time how like there's no way you could have like all like the uh, trifecta mm-hmm. where like works good. Family and, life. And family life. And a home life because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, with your you have your actual family at home mm-hmm. and then you have your extended family and then you have your work. Like mm-hmm. no, normally not all three can be like totally fine. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. And <laughs> so I've always been prepared for one of them not to be. And it was mm-hmm. with this journey. What was weird is like sometimes they all would align. Mm. And I'm like, this is weird. Is this how it's supposed to be? <laughs> you know, I mean, and sometimes like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to fall. Like yeah. I noticed the more that you put out. The, the better like things come towards you too, like the mm-hmm. whole karma thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if karma is real. I kind of believe in karma mm-hmm. because I've noticed like the more good that you put out, mm-hmm. the more good get, comes back at you tenfold. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I live my life. Yeah. Is by karma. Yeah. Because I believe that if you are nice to people, mm-hmm. people will be nice to you. Yeah. And if they aren't, then that's on them. That's what I've learned, too, with this mm-hmm. process. Like, oh, there's something wrong with you. Like, why are you being a dickhole? Yep. Because I, I noticed with both of us, we're more like reactionary people. Mm-hmm. We're not going to like just go. We don't wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to be addicted to this person today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kind of feel like they need they need a little kick in the ass. Right. I'm just yeah, be like, no. like, that's not what a supportive person does. Mm-hmm. Supportive person is like listening, observing and commenting when needed. Mm-hmm. And that's where like this journey has taught me to be more reactionary mm-hmm. and just listen and, uh, and watch people because like some most people don't mean sometimes what they say when they're like upset. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't take it personally. Just keep going. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And just do you. Like at the end of the day, you have to be happy with yourself, right? Like yeah. well, that's what we've learned with like Maybell and, and Dr. Shapiro. Like you really, at the end of the day, you only have yourself. Did I say it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Dr. Shapiro? Did I say that wrong? Or Maybell? Yeah, Maybell. Isn't it Maybell? <laughs> did I say <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Maribel? No, that's how I used to say it wrong. It's M-A-B-E-L. Mabel. 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 Motherfucker. God. Why is that such a problem? I'm so sorry, girlfriend. I love you to death, too. Beyond the Sleeve Academy. She's fucking raw. Like, I can do that one. I'll just start just calling you by your Instagram tag name, because apparently I'm an a-hole and can't pronounce it. Like, and I remember. Mabel. 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 So I just keep saying it like enunciating May over. And, yeah. Because I was saying Maybell. But it's Mabel. Mabel. Yeah. It didn't help the fact that like, because you guys know I have another job and I was <laughs> processing stuff. And there was a girl actually named Mary Bell. And so I accidentally called Mabel Mary Bell on the podcast because of that. And I was like, ah, motherfucker. I laughed so hard. Sucky. I laugh Sucky. every time. But, I'm just like. But that's just Mel. Yeah, it's just me. And yeah. I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will do better. And that's the deal. It's like, I don't take that personally. Like, mm-hmm. if some people would get really fucking pissed off of being corrected. It's like, no, I just need to say it right. Just yeah. tell me what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I me mean, well, is. because you were never really corrected Mm-mm. when you said it wrong. No. So. No. And that was the thing. Like, my parents didn't know they were saying things wrong either. So they weren't correcting me until, yeah. like, I got into the professional world. And I'm like, oh, I fucking say a lot of shit wrong. It's fine. And it's totally fine. I just, I, I just be like, you mean da-da-da? And I go, oh, yeah. That's how you say But that's, like, a good supporter. Like, I mean, there has been times where I'm like, Kelly, not this time. <laughs> Because I'll be like, if I'm just not feeling good, I'm like, I don't want to be corrected when I'm feeling good. No one wants to be corrected no, when they're not feeling definitely good. Definitely not. But like, that's a good supporter though, because she realizes that I need that mm-hmm. and I want that mm-hmm. and that you're giving that to me. But it's hard to turn it off. Yeah, she's learning. She's learning. It's hard to it's turn a process. It off. It's yeah. a process. But yeah, yeah, like, that's the deal with being supportive. Supporters though is like actually listening to the person you're trying to support. 
Yeah. You know, and that giving them what they need. Yeah. Yeah. And and talk to them like it could be an awkward conversation. Guys, mm-hmm. it's OK to feel awkward. Mm-hmm. It's OK to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this journey is uncomfortable. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's it to, is what it is. You have to learn to love to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's OK. Like mm-hmm. you actually learn a lot about yourself when you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. At least I have. Yeah. So, yeah, I've learned I'm stronger than I think I am. You 100 percent are. Yeah. 100 percent are. Yes. Yeah. Because I had to take myself to the ER on whatever day that was. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday last week. And I was so scared because I'd never taken myself to the ER. It boggles me. And so I got in the car and I went and I went in by myself and everything was totally fine. (laughs) And I drove home and I went to bed. And it was totally okay. I mean, it was a valid fear. I was like, I was confused at first. I was like, why is she so scared to go? Like, just go. Yeah. It's worse if you stay here. Yeah. (laughs) And I have my phone for anybody's like, Melanie, why the fuck did you not take her? Um, One thing is, is that my phone is always on do not disturb before my alarm goes off. Mm -hmm. So I didn't see that text message until three hours hours later. And so I'm instantly when I saw it, I was like, where are you at? Yeah, like, the like first I'm question. literally in the ER. Okay, good. You made it. Like, yeah. that was the deal. <laughs> like, yeah. No. What are we doing today? No, she wasn't being a total dickhole. No, I was not. <laughs> but was... I think that also goes with being your own support. You do. You have to support yourself because, mm-hmm. like, that's one thing you're, like, you are learning. Mm-hmm. And you are strong. And you can totally do this shit. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it was a good thing that I didn't see that message because I would have gotten up and just taken you at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. But it would have been also, like, really hard on me trying to do all these things and juggling mm-hmm. all of these things. And instead, you're like, I'm owning this. This is my health, mm-hmm. my stuff. I'm going to go support myself yeah. and go. Yeah, because that was always, really cool. Yeah, I've always had somebody to do that, that did these things. Yeah. And now I'm trying to learn, like, I can't always rely on other people to Correct. do the things that I need to be done, yep. like need to have done. Yep. And so it was really good that I was able to support myself. Mm-hmm. And be fully aware of what I needed to do mm-hmm. for myself. Yep. So, and I think that comes along with more than just like driving myself to the ER. Yeah. Like, you know, being aware of like for you, like being aware of like this last month has been really good because you've been supporting yourself. Mm-hmm. You've been very aware of your water and your protein and yep. your vitamins. Yep. So, I've been actually like, okay, so I'm like, okay, I need to stop being an asshole to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just do the work, put mm-hmm. in the work. Yeah. And then it, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good, guys. You guys need to like, if you're having any like stalls or moments of problems, just mm-hmm. like re-calibrate. Like, what are you actually doing today? Mm-hmm. And then just see, like, you don't even have to change anything. Just, you know, write things down for the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. Do the column thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do whatever you need to do to kind of figure out what's changed. Yeah. And I mean, we are always here to be support for you guys. Yeah, like, you can always us. message us. But I also think there is a level of being your own support. Yeah. That you can't, that we have not, that I don't think we've discussed being your own support. No, I don't think we actually have. And that's another level of this whole journey Journey. is being there for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of it is taking control of your life. Yep. So by taking control of your life, you're being your own support person. Yeah, you got to like, you were born here, mm-hmm. didn't have a choice to be born. Mm-hmm. And now you have to say like, you are meant to grow up and take care of mm-hmm. number one. Number one has to be good before anybody else can be good. Yep. And I know people hate that, but it's like, no, almost every, like, well, we talked to Dr. Dovak and she said, most of the people that come in wait a few years because mm-hmm. they're always thinking like, okay, I got to take care of all these people first mm-hmm. and then I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are we always putting ourselves last? Mm-hmm. Like we shouldn't do that. Like no. th- the only way for everybody else to be good is if you're good. Mm-hmm. And I notice it with my household, if I'm on point, those two motherfuckers are on point. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, they're not. And it's very uh, interesting dynamic. Cause I'm just like, I need you to, to just support yourself, <laughs> but they don't have that yet. They follow suit. They follow suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're followers. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's okay. That's totally fine. I just realized like, oh, I just need to be on point more. Mm-hmm. And I should, cause I feel great when I do mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not like agitated. I'm not annoyed. Mm-hmm. Cause I noticed like if I eat shitty, I will wake up kind of like groggy mm-hmm. and then I start getting like 
super snippy with people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's because and I I would think, oh, I'm just like, oh, I'm about to be on my period or whatever. I'll Mm -hmm. talk it up to things that are that. But it was really because last night I had three fucking cookies before I went to bed and now my sugar levels are higher and Mm -hmm. now I'm just being an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm also probably like shaming myself because mm-hmm. I had the three damn cookies. Yeah. Because and that's the first thought that goes the, into your head. Yep. And you're yeah. being a dickhole to yourself. Mm-hmm. And now like you just ruin two days in a row instead mm-hmm. of just like, hey, just have your protein. Or if you did the, the cookies, don't be mean to yourself the next day. You made the choice. You made the it's choice. Done. Live it, with it. Next meal. Next meal. Next meal. Mm-hmm. Guys. Have like, some protein. Have some protein. And, and then you're live gonna your feel life. good. Because yep. that's the one thing like my mindset has changed and shifted. And I think I've been telling Kelly, I'm like, oh, I'm just listening to us as we're uh, like editing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like, you know, Dr. Shapiro said these things. Dr. Mm-hmm. Dovex said these things. Some mm-hmm. of our followers have said these things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like these, I need to actually put these in place. And as I slowly put just a little bit. Yeah, you don't, you don't, don't do put all it all. Don't, just, just, don't do it all because that's overwhelming. Yeah, just find one that you kind of like enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and noticed, I feel like that's being a support for yourself. But in a very healthy way. Yeah. And the, our groups, our, our Benchy group, mm-hmm. you guys should join. It's fucking yeah, amazing it's so because fun. we're linking up our Apple Watches together. Like we have our support. <laughs> mine is charged. It's in my window. <laughs> but she's uh, getting there. Yeah. One, there. When I am back 100% that yeah. I will connect with but everybody. And- how cool is that? That like we can all be connected. Mm-hmm. And then now we're like encouraging each other to do workouts and we're sharing tips and tricks. Like mm-hmm. I love that support group because it's been helping me stay on point as well. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, where's your water? Where's your protein? No, like, it's not. We talk about everything. Yeah. We talk about relationships, mm-hmm. stuff that's going on with our insurance, stuff that's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, we're literally supporting each other. And there is, like, over 30 people in that support group. Yeah, it's fun. And it's a lot of fun. And if you guys want to be a part of it, it's on patreon.com forward slash OSLP. It's a $7 tier. Or higher. Or higher. Anybody of $7 or higher gets to be in the support yep. group. And then just message so. us. Let us know know that you want to be a part of it and uh friend us on facebook and some reason it's hard to find you they're having hard yeah so friend mel yeah. and then yeah kelly has to like figure out her privacy settings i've looked at them <laughs> and they're fine everybody's so, like i can't find kelly i don't know like, i don't know, I don't what know. I but if you just find me it's mel godfrey i'll add you and then i'll add you to the chat mm-hmm. you do have to be a paid supporter though um just because like this is a very exclusive group where we're talking about a lot of personal things mm-hmm. and it's um, it's very important that we keep it private and mm-hmm. we want to make sure that everybody that's in the, the group wants to be in the group. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. Yeah. I think we talked about all, all things the, support. Yeah. Support, so, support, support. Except for bras. You know, whole different support. I need some. <laughs> I need new bras, guys. <laughs> I'm going to be going, I think, this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. I'm taking Dylan clothes shopping for school. So I was like, I think I'm going to grab myself some bras. I thought we were supposed Just to go. PS, but that's fine. He doesn't know. Well, you're going to be gone. Yeah, I'm going to the store. I haven't seen you in a month, and then you're going to be gone this weekend. So I don't well, have to fucking tell you, girl. Well, I can't just wait. I can't. My boobs need support. <laughs> they need to be up here, Actually, not yeah, down here, not down there. <laughs> yeah, this that's why I like this bra because it's it's very supportive. Oh my it's, god! Oh, I gotta give you good. your bra back, by the way. Oh yeah. We share bras, apparently. <laughs> That's actually what triggered me to be like, you need some motherfucking bras. Yeah, when you're stealing Kelly's bras, then and it's time. I like the push-up on it. So. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I love reset. It was great. Oh. Good to go. So. All right. Well, well, thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Yes, Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>